Welcome to the Esports Economics Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark. And on this podcast, we break down business strategy and marketing for business owners and creators in the gaming and esports industries. All right, and we are live. Welcome back to another episode here on the Esports Economics Podcast. Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm super excited for this episode. I, I've been looking forward to this one for a while now. We, we had to reschedule last week, so building up that anticipation, yes. uh, I'm super excited to get into this one. And, and first of all, I appreciate you even taking the time to, to come on. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me. And thanks for being so flexible from last week, of course. No worries, no worries. But first of all, like as we're getting into the episode, just give everyone an idea of who you are, what you do, and how you got into esports social media. Okay. Um, well, hi guys. My name is Lindsay Caudill. Um, my title is social media manager and I work at Envy Gaming, which is obviously the LLC for Team Envy, um, who is a parent company of Dallas Fuel and Dallas Empire. Um, this is my sidekick, Braxley. He's um, 10 months old and he loves being held. So I apologize. <laughs> Um, so basically I do a lot of different things under the social media hat, um, community management, social creation, social managing, um, sponsorship activations, uh, through social, just about anything you can think of. We do it. Um, uh, me and the social team and mm -hmm. how I got there was, okay. So it's a really long story, but it's, it's a good story, but it's really long. Like yeah. I always have well, to feel like, free to, you can that. take the whole hour on the story. Okay. It'll make my job really <laughs> yeah. easy. Okay, cool. Because I always feel like I'm like, I have to profess this and like tell you like this story is really long. It's a good story. Good. It's just a really long one. Um, so I actually was like a really big Overwatch and video game enthusiast up until, well, I mean, I, I still am, but up until yeah. um, I wanted to like make it more concrete to kind of get involved in the esports. And so I went to University of Texas at Dallas, um, aka UTD or aka UT Dallas, just in case uh, people out there are watching and have no idea what that is. <laughs> but anyways, so they started a varsity esports program in August of 2018, so the fall semester of 2018. And I saw it plastered around the school, um, some flyers and everything else that they had um, around like the union and things like that, that I was like, holy crap, this is my time. Like, this is it. This was made yeah. for me. <laughs> like, I have to get involved. Like, I, I have to get involved some way, somehow. Um, and of course, well, at the time, the tryouts were for Diamond Plus, but I didn't play on PC and I knew that that was a requirement. Um, so I, at first I asked if I could try out because I was just like, I'm probably not good enough, but like, why not, right? Anyways, like, yeah. follow your dreams, go do it, go big, go big or go home, even if you suck, there you go. like, we're, we've all been there, <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's me. Yeah, I wanted to play in the NBA for a little bit there, quickly realized that wasn't happening. Yeah, it's like highly competitive, yeah, so even in the, like, esports world, there because you're like, okay, well, yeah. The internet people are better than I am, you know, of course, because you play with <laughs> you play with people on the internet. And, like these people yeah. are way better than me. Um, so I was diamond and I was on console and I probably like put in like 700 hours of Overwatch at this time. Um, so at first I was like, 
I wouldn't really want to try out. And uh, it wasn't console, of course. So I was like, okay, well, if you have anything else, like, can I, I will like literally be the water girl. Like I will, I will be the water girl. I'll do anything. Like, I just really want to be involved um, since it was like the first time I ever like really yeah. heard of something more like serious being established in uh, within my life. Cause most, most of the time I played games like recreationally just for fun. Right. Um, and of course, like in comp, but that's not the same as like joining a team or like creating your own team and like a little community and things like that. So um, that's what I really wanted to do. Lo and behold, I couldn't try out. Ha ha. No one would have guessed that, right? Had to be on PC. Um, but they did have analyst positions where they were hiring three analysts for the Overwatch team. And then they were also hiring three analysts, I think, for the league team, because those were the two teams that they were going to have when they first opened was Overwatch and League. So I interviewed for the analyst position, um, which is really cool because it's actually, and still to this day, it still is, but it's actually considered like a student position when the, within the university. So you okay. can technically get paid from like school government money, you know, if you kind of qualify. So it's like that student job position within the school. So you technically work for the school. Yeah. Um, which was cool because it, it wasn't a lot, of course, like whatsoever, but it was still something, especially... I mean, considering if it was paid or not, I, I would have done it, right? Like if, if it were free, I still would have, I would still would have done it. Um, but I got hired as an analyst and I was the first out of one out of two girls actually in the entire program um, at first. And now we have plenty of other ladies that represent UTD. But anyways, besides that, um, that's how I basically got my first foot in. So at that point, we started having practices probably like four to five times a week uh, that I was there. I was at every single day. Um, they usually lasted about three to four hours. So oh, wow. they did take up a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was cool, though, because I, I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was really enjoyable. We got to go to LANs, which was my first kind of pro gaming experience. Um, I just, I told uh, one of the girls from the GameHers Awards, because <laughs> I just talked to her about this. I was like, yeah. I cannot believe I had never been to a gaming land before. Like I had been living under a rock. I was like one of those people that just played games and never went and like explored it in yeah. person, you know? Yeah, like, I, I still need to go to one whenever <laughs> this whole situation blows over. Yeah, but, uh, you have definitely to. Want it. Yeah, life -changing. That's, that's definitely on my bucket yeah. list. It's life changing. And that's why I was like, wow, I couldn't believe I never did this before. You know, I haven't gone to anything in person quite yet. Yeah. But I also feel like I wasn't, I wasn't like truly, I was into esports, but not enough where I kept up with everything. I just kept up with like the home teams, like Envy, for instance. Like I'm, I'm a Dallas native. Um, so of course, like I root for all the Dallas teams. So like the Mavericks and Stars. And of course, the Cowboys. Love the Cowboys. Um, but tough so of course it, 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 yeah. it's been tough seasons for <laughs> we'll, like we'll 10 years <laughs> like what is it not a tough season oh my god yeah um but of course like i was naturally an envy fan because it was you know the dallas esports work so i was a fan of it and i only really knew about envy i didn't really know much else about esports so when the dallas fuel came about of course i was a fan because it was you know dallas native um so our first mm -hmm. land was actually at um, it was in September 2018, and it was at uh, it's called OP Live, and it had Dallas Fuel. I think they co-hosted it, and I was like first like freaking out. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, big fan, big fan, like yeah. oh my god, you know. And <laughs> it was really cool because I was like again like I'd never been to a land before or in person esports event, and I was really excited. I was like, wow, how can I have been missing out on all these years? Like this is nuts, you know. And especially because like I was fangirling at the time because. 
um, we got to meet like Arrow and Tickety and you know, the rest is history at that point because it was just like now like those two guys I consider like my friends and like like really nice colleagues that I've had the pleasure of working with. But like back then, if you would have told me like, you're gonna be working at Envy like alongside Fuel, like I would have like smacked you across the face and been like, haha, you know, hush up. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Like, like smack that silly out of you, stop being silly. <laughs> but here I am. And so um, at that event, we actually the players got fuel bags and envy bags and they had jerseys in them um so me and eric auberg who is the student director of esports mm -hmm. um he was also one of the other hires um for utd and he basically just kind of like ran social media for esports basically just did everything that like uh coach greg slash director greg didn't or couldn't do because he was like literally doing every single thing like coaching all the teams and it was crazy like he's he's a nut like I applaud him for that. Um, but we, me and Eric were like, we really want a bag. Like we want a bag. Like you get a Jersey. Yeah. This is crazy. Like we want a Jersey. <laughs> like, if we don't get a Jersey, like we're riot, we riot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so we went up to like one of the event people who were handing out bags and we're like, Hey, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> and, um, they were like, what's up? And we're like, we really want a bag. Like, um, if you have extras, we would love one just you know keep this in mind and they were actually really nice and they said um yeah like if we have any extra at the end of the day um i'll come find you guys and i'll give you one and lo and behold they had one they had a couple extra there you go. um so the part of this story gets important because so now me and eric have in the infield jerseys okay and so after that, coolest land ever, my, our first land, got so excited. It was awesome. Loved it. And then we went to, um, we it wasn't like a really a land next. It was um, either, a, it was a CSGO final or a major, one of the two. I don't okay. remember if it was a actual final or if it was just a major of the final. I think it might've been this, the fourth major. Anyways, um, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. It was held at the esports stadium in Arlington. Okay. So being a student at UTD was really cool if you're in the esports program because um, sometimes we got free tickets to like certain esports events, such as this one. Um, so we went, like there was like a whole group of us, like the Overwatch people. We went and we all wore matching Envy jerseys that we got from the bag. Um, of course, at a CSGO event where, of course, Envy is not playing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or of course, because, yeah, we're, you know, just haven't haven't hit the csgo mark for a while right but why not yeah <laughs> like we were like let's support anyways right not not very good at csgo but support them anyways because we're in dallas like fuck it why not right okay yeah and um good thing we did because eventually we're all just like hanging out you know eating and um just like watching the game and walking around and we actually get spotted by an envy play woo yeah 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 so the, the jersey has everything to do with the story. So Justin Rojas go. comes up to us, which well, later we obviously find out that this this nice man, his name is Justin Rojas. And at the time, he was VP of content and social, um, which now he's VP of events. Um, okay. But at the time, he was that was his title. Um, and so... At first, we were like, oh, yeah, like, we're we're so excited. Like, you know, we love Envy, obviously, like Dallas. We go to UTD. It's just, you know, it just makes it just makes sense. And that's why, we're, of course, we're wearing the jerseys. We were at OP Live, blah, blah, blah. And we just thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever because there was, like, me and Eric and, like, some of us were just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> like, 
panic, you know, like, oh my God, yeah. got noticed by an enemy person. Like, that's crazy. Uh, but it was really cool because Justin actually handed us um, a business card um, at the very end of that conversation. And so this was basically like my, it was like the first like stepping stone of like kind of just getting my foot in the door and also understanding like a little bit more just about like, like esports in, in general, general, I feel like. Um, cause at this point, like we already like kind of just indulged in, you know, like transverse within collegiate, like esports. And I didn't yeah. really keep too much of like a big hold onto like professional esports. Cause I was so focused on like everything to do with collegiate or like collegiate overwatch and esports. Cause that was like my main focus and goal. Um, so that was really cool because we got to keep in touch with him. And then, <laughs> um, me and Eric like, established that, that really nice like networking window with him. And he was always super, super kind. Uh, we got to meet Jay, Jay Harrison next, um, after this. And he was also really, really nice. Like they both were just really welcoming, very, very, just really nice opening bright people to talk to. And especially, you know, um, when you're a fan, like that's what people, that's what people like. Like I can say that cause I became, you know, I came from that. So, yeah. so I try to get people that to them back. Um, and so we established those kind of like talking walls. So we would interact with each other, like me and Eric and every, and Justin and Jay would all like interact with each other on social media and, um, just kind of like check in here or there. And then eventually Jay and Justin invited us to their shadow lunch party um, in November, 2018. Um, yeah, it was the very end of November. It was like the last okay. of November. And so we went and that was really cool. Cause then we got to meet um, a lot more people that were to envy. And then also just kind of, kind of just be immersed in that, in that world. And it was like, just, it was really, really cool. I got to literally meet so many so many people, so many people who worked at Envy and so many people who didn't work at Envy, like a lot of people that were in um, like, you know, cosplayers and like just kind of like really cool individuals overall um, at the, the shadow launch party. Um, so that was like kind of another stepping stone was just, you know, networking and kind of just being in the moment and being very like present. Um, I didn't yeah. really think much about it because after that, me and Eric like still kept in contact with Justin and Jay, obviously, just like, you know, just like friendly networking. And of course, like we're collegiate students. So anything that we could do to kind of like open that pathway for like collegiate to pro kind of connecting, like we were so like we were so excited about because, you know, mm -hmm. like we just knew everything about collegiate and it was just it was really freaking cool. Um, and so probably like a few months passed and I didn't really think about it until like I sent, I think it was like, I, I sent Jay an email and I said, um, or a text, one of the two. And I was just like, Hey, like if you have any internship positions opening up, you know, just, just holla, like I'm your girl. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be more than interested. I'd, I'd love to send a resume over. Um, I don't, I don't have any social media experience at all. Like I wasn't a small community, um, like, social media manager it wasn't like a t3 social media manager, nothing you know i i sometimes helped eric out with um some of the utd like esports social media but that was really it and i mean of course my personal like that's all the experience i really had yeah um but my degree was i was going to utd for marketing which i got obviously like i got the degree um but like kind of like being like a little bit more creative was obviously my niche and things that was things i was good at so 
I get asked a lot, like people are like, oh, did you know you were going to go into social media? And the answer was like, no, I had no idea. Like I, I couldn't have told you being a yeah. junior in college, like what I was going to do after college. I literally had no idea. I just knew I wanted to be in something marketing because it's really diverse and um, like you can literally there's so much, it's such a big funnel. It funnels into so many different things and buckets Definitely. that I, I knew I'd be good at something, if not almost quite everything, but I probably have like strengths, you know, different areas. But I was like, just something, something marketing, like I'll be, I'll do good. Like, you know, like, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. And so probably a couple months later, Jay was like, yeah, like if we do, I'll let you know. And probably like a couple months later, I think around end of March, he messaged me and he was like, hey, we're having um, a social media coordinator internship position open up at Envy. It'd be really cool. Like you can apply, like send me over your resume and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Um, I didn't have any experience again in social media. I really, I really thought I wasn't gonna get it. Like I really, really thought, like yeah. I had talked to like pretty much everybody like at, like at school, like UTD Sports, like, cause we're all friends, kind of like one big family. and. I was like, it'd be really cool, but like, I'm not gonna, you know, put all my eggs in a, one basket because it's probably yeah. not, I'm probably not gonna get chosen. And um, so I go and I interview. And oh, there's uh, the guest on the. Uh, you have the cat. I have yes. the dog in the background. Cappy love loves to make a guest appearance on the show. We love but, that. Uh, <laughs> go go ahead. Who's that little guy? Um, I know that's why. Sorry, my cat does too. So I'm like. Oof. <laughs> Um, and so I interviewed and then, um, of course it's like, well, we're going to be interviewing other candidates and we'll let you know a decision by the end of like, I think like next week or something like that. Um, yeah. so end of next week was the end of a Friday, of course, usually cause that's when businesses decide to make yeah. hiring decisions, of course. And that same Friday we were actually at another land for UTD. Um, and it was actually one that UTD was hosting cause it was at their esports summit in Dallas. It was hosted at the Mavs gaming center. Um, so we had a really busy day. Like I probably got there around like 6.30 a.m. or 7 a.m., something like that, I think. Anyways, it was a really busy day and, um, you know, being there for the team. And then I get a text from Jay and he's like, oh, you got it. And put like a little like party emoji. And I was just like, is this a, is this a prank? <laughs> is it a prank? <laughs> I was like, I've never been, you know, texted before that I got the job. So I was like, is he pranking me or is just like a that'd like, be such a screwed up prank? I, I know, <laughs> I know, but I didn't. I really didn't know like what else. Yeah, you know, because I was like, huh? Because usually people like email. So I really, I really thought that was like a really nice way to kind of tell someone, anyways, because it kind of opens like that level of like casual conversation, right? Um, so it kind of made it feel like more like kind of like a, a friend networking than just like absolute, you know, like LinkedIn professional talk where, yeah. you know, so it was really cool because it's like it just made it feel that much more warm, welcoming. Um, and I was like, no, you know, no way. OK, I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God, I got it. Like, yeah. Oh, and I at this point, I had been uh, doing two jobs for I was doing liquor tastings and then UTD esports. And I at first for a second, didn't know if I could like balance all three. I was like, I really don't know if I can do like all three of these jobs at once, um, including full-time school. Right. Cause that's yeah. like it. And it was, it was crazy. Definitely had my moments where I was just like, I'm going to rip my hair out. Oh my God. But cause at first I was like, do I, I, I mean, I got it right. So I should, I should probably take it. But there was like, I kid you not. There was a second where, okay, sorry, cats. They like to make guest appearances. All good. 
um, where I thought that maybe I shouldn't take it because I'll be too busy. And that was probably the stupidest thing I could have thought. Obviously, I took it and I did it. But it was just like, I was like, why did I ever think that? Even though it was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot yeah. of work. Um, everything at once was a lot of work, but it was totally, totally worth it, obviously, in the end. Um, and that's basically how it happened. So here, here I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm curious, did you ever find out why specifically they chose you? Like you said, you didn't have any social media experience. It, it was kind of a long shot, like from your perspective. Did anyone ever tell you what when that decision to, to pick you over maybe other quote unquote more more qualified candidates? Um, I don't exactly remember if if I was like directly told of why I was chosen. I, yeah. I remember in my interview distinctively uh, them asking me, cause I got interviewed by Jay and Justin. And I remember distinctively them asking me if I had social media experience. Cause obviously it wasn't on my resume. And I had said, you know, obviously no. The only thing I really mm -hmm. do like have is like my personals, which they, they're friends with me on. And then of course um, like UTV when I help Eric and like, that's really it. Um, so, which, and I obviously completely honest because I didn't have any experience and I'm sure there's probably other people who did. Um, and I think part of the reason maybe like why they chose me was, um, well, I think for like the diversity of it, I wouldn't say this is like the number one factor, but I think it adds a contributing factor um, that I was, uh, when I got hired, I was a second female at MB at the time okay. in the, in the org. Um, so I think probably to add like a little diversity, um, I also can learn really fast. I've, I've made that abundantly clear to them like 8,000 yeah. times. I was like, I work hard. I'm a really fast learner. Like, you know, I don't, you know, like I'm willing to kick booty. I was like, I want to, you know, let's kick booty. Yeah. Um, and I think I was just like very just, I think confident too. And just I kind of everything that I told them to in my interview. Cause I was like, I'm willing to learn everything and anything that I need to know uh, for the position. Of course, cause social media really is, uh it's a lot of information that it's revolving it's it, it changes when it revolves a lot yep. too of course so it's nothing that you learned last month it can change in a day right so um i think probably that had something to do with it like both of those kinds of things i was like i kind of okay. really was really confident in my interview and i and i was just like i can do this like i don't have any experience but i i could be good at it and i can do this you know it's an internship right so it's like i guess you you got to we both learn, you know, from internships, like both parties. Yeah. Um, and then of course, I think just probably helping, well, and three things probably, having the connection to uh, collegiate esports probably helped too, because we did eventually get involved um, with them furthermore. And of course, um, other universities and school districts now. And um, yeah, interns! Hi, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi, Nut. <laughs> and um and then of course uh being a girl and i think that i don't think that's bad to say but i i think i i i know that it was you know kind of it was talked about that it's just like it's just good to have more diversity on teams and um mm -hmm. especially i think maybe in the dfw area like there's not a lot of um probably females like really in involved in esports a lot like you know like there's and i think probably I don't know if they had interviewed any other females, but maybe it was just like the, of the luck of the draw. But okay, um, but I don't know. I hope that's cool. a good answer. 
Yeah, no, awesome. Great answer. Um, <laughs> now, what were those? What were those first few months like coming in with minimal experience and kind of learning on the fly? How how was that? Um, it was it was it was good, but it, it really was a lot. Like, uh, if you think about it, like being like a marketing student already, you can kind of just like kind of basically a- apply like that basic kind of connection and communicating knowledge that you have and apply yeah. that into social media. Because if you think about it, like social media is, it's, it's communication, marketing is communication and you market and you communicate every single day of your life, you know? So how do you think about that? Like onto like in a deeper level where you're communicating with different fan bases, of course, per se, my project was fuel at the mm-hmm. time. Of course, that's what I first got um, put onto. And then like being able to take those basic skills and like marketing, it just kind of like put that towards how to talk to people like an audience and a fan base and knowing what they like and then being successful at it. Right. So the first few months was kind of just like that. It was really trial and error, um, especially for me because I would post things and then I would learn whether or not the community liked it or not, you know, like it was really getting a feel um, because it was really good. Well, for me, especially because I probably started taking over the field account three months in my internship, like all of it, majority Mm -hmm. at least. And it really was just kind of like, all right, um, well, trial, trial and error. Like I got to, I got to, you know, kind of find out, what, what really is like the niche that like the, the community, the fuel community, what do they like and um, how do they like it? And does this, does this like settle well with them or do you think this funny or is this not funny? And um, especially two weeks after I got hired, we had the first homestand. Okay. Um, and I was so busy. Like I didn't, I didn't run any of the socials that day. Really. I think I just responded. I just engaged with people and responded to fans Um like on the accounts, but I didn't like post anything. Like I yeah. had, I did last year um, at our other other homestand, and that was like these are like two different types of busy. But I was more kind of like um, on event side because this is when Justin Rojas was kind of transitioning into VP at events. So only being two weeks there as an intern, and we had um, the first homestand like ever in esports. So it was crazy, right? It was crazy, and. I was like kind of basically a little bit in charge of like the brand ambassadors because we hired a bunch of people in DFW to come in and help us out. And we do that every homestand. It's really cool because we get to, you know, like get people all like ages and um, like from different schools or people not in school anymore and things like that. Just like just very awesome, like esports fans. And they get to have a chance to like work with an Oregon. That was really cool. And I got to meet a lot of really cool people that way, like all the brand ambassadors. Uh, but basically it was just like, what I had to do was just like kind of set up, like tear down, run around, communicate, um, just to kind of like people like on our team and make sure everything was like running smoothly at the event. And I have never done that before. So that was, that was stressful. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. And I was like, oh my God. And especially like they have been working on this for, you know, so many months, so many months. And I just like was just no only pressure. there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like no pressure. And yeah. I was just like, ah, cause there's definitely certain things like I didn't know. And I would have to ask people and I, I felt bad asking. Cause I know like every employee right now is just, you know, running around like 
crazy and very busy and mm -hmm. but it's just it was hard because it's like uh you know like taking like six months worth of work and trying to like cram it into the first like you know week and a half two yeah. weeks that i was there it was just it was a lot so <laughs> so the first few months were good it was just like a bunch of learning curves for sure and i i think that's what internships are in general which is really good especially when you try out something new regardless if it's an internship whether it's just anything in life right something new is just there's always learning curves um, and you get to learn from them and that's a beautiful thing. So definitely. Now, when you were kind of testing out different pieces of content, different types of content uh, on the fuel account, how did you go about doing that? Was it more so just by feel like you post something kind of saw, okay, this went pretty well, I think so I'm gonna do more of it. Or were you like, were there certain numbers and metrics you were looking at? What was the approach there? Um, so for me, it was, I did it by feel, um, for sure. Yeah. And I would come up with something and I would think it was it was funny or um, I would think, you know, this would be something good to post and I would post it and it typically would, would do pretty well. Um, I probably sometimes in the beginning definitely posted some cheesy things, like some cheesy memes that, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you know, that could have been better. Yeah. It could have been better, but like, it was like definitely like beginner memes. <laughs> On the topic and of memes too. <laughs> like, just, sorry to cut you off there, but on the topic, topic no, of good. memes, you have, you have me, I think, uh, you make memes like in your bio, like that's like, it's clearly said in your bio. So I assume yeah. you're an expert on this. What goes into a good meme? And like, when do you know when to take part in the meme and when to kind of sit out? Cause like a few weeks ago we had the Bernie meme mm -hmm. going around literally everywhere. Now it's the weekend meme, uh, from yesterday with him running through like the maze or whatever it was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. How do you know like when to like take part, when to kind of like, yeah, we're not gonna touch that. What's your thought process there? Um, this one's this one's a good one because memes either there's there's two different types of memes. There's ones that where you just like think of it right away and it just hits you and you're yeah. like, yes, this is it. Like this is gold. And then there's the other memes that actually take a lot of thought process. And those are the ones that are usually the hardest, um, can come out really good, but they're usually the hardest because it's like, that's when, that's, that's when all those thoughts kind of go in. You're like, okay, well, does it make sense? Is this relevant? Um, like what could possibly, you know, be like the caption or what, what is the relevancy yeah. to like what we're posting it about. Right. Um, and does it offend people? Right. You don't want to ever, ever offend that's a, people. That's an important so, one. I, I think yeah. a lot of people overlook that one. Like if it can be misinterpreted, it probably will be by someone. Yes. That's, that's definitely a big thing, especially like, um, I feel like the feel and just Overwatch community in general, like you don't want to just upset anybody because everyone, yeah. it's a very, it's a very good feely community. So like, you because if you think about it the wrong way or post about it the wrong way someone could definitely get offended and that's the last thing you want because you're like no 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 like this is overwatch and like is a it's an inclusive community you know mm -hmm. you want to make sure that everyone feels included no one feels left out or feels like they're getting attacked or offended by anything that you post of course um so definitely a lot of thought process like will someone get yeah. offended by this is this can this be yeah wrongly interpreted um, cause I feel like, especially in my early days of memeing, I really only memed on my personal account, but that's what a lot of people, you know, do like who don't even work in social media. A lot of people just post memes yeah. to their personal account. Um, and they're usually really funny, but there's just like some things you cannot ever post to like a brand account kind of meme, you know what I'm saying? You're Definitely. like, whoa, that's horrible. <laughs> You're like funny, but horrible. Like what? Oh my God. Like yeah. something, something like that. So like memes definitely take like 
for instance, um, I just kind of posted one. I posted one before this. I actually scheduled it earlier today to post tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, like the butler meme, like that bunny bugs, that bunny. Oh, my God. Bunny bugs. Bugs bunny. <laughs> butler Close meme enough. that's like Close resurfaced enough. and it's making its rounds again on the internet. Um, yeah. Well, I saw it and I was like. This could be something like I, I thought about it for a second. I was like, this could be something really good for a fuel meme. And I was like, holy moly, like Bob has a butler skin. I was like, if we put Bob on the meme, it <laughs> you know, I was like, boom, like something like easy like go. that. Like, you know, like and it's really nice. It doesn't offend anybody or anything. Um, and especially I think in pop culture, like the Winkin meme <laughs> that's going around right now, it's like it literally works for anything, right? Just anything, anything in life. Obviously, you've seen like your feed was clogged last night with like 25 different yep. back to back to back to back like memes. Could not um, escape it. Literally anything you can think of, there was a meme for it, right? So it's like pop culture memes like that. You, you really can't escape because they're just too good to like not share. Um, but there's, yeah, definitely like certain ones that can be iffy. And usually if they're iffy, like under any manner, you just, you, you have to, like yeah. they have to go out. Like you can't, you can't think about that. But yeah, I definitely think like the best ones, like on site. You know, you're like, oh, that's perfect, or that would be good. Even if you're like, maybe it doesn't come out as good as I hoped it would. But <laughs> those are usually the best yeah. ones, in my opinion. Yeah, my my question like is though, who get who gave uh, who gave Justin the green light to post that that one on the <laughs> Empire express, account a few days back? The express tweet. I don't that know if it was, it, that, it probably was the the one that's like we, the typical Justin down bad tweet that made it, it somehow was, onto the Empire It account. was, it was great because it was so funny that day we were like, all right, today's the day. Justin's posting the tweet. Justin's posting the tweet. <laughs> we knew everyone was going to laugh their asses off. Right. Of yeah. course. But we literally like that day, like a couple hours before it went out, we were like, all right, today's the day. Like the down bad tweet goes up on Empire. Like, it- <laughs> how, how long was that scheduled for? Like a, a week? Like, um, what was that like, you know, what's funny? I think we talked about a lot of those because they're, they're just hilarious. And obviously, yeah. Justin is so funny. And like, Justin has a, the hilarious down bad personal branding and everything. You can't Everyone's help doing but it to now. laugh at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can't help but to laugh at it. And so probably for like, a, I feel like a couple of weeks, we kind of like, especially like probably Zach threw around the idea a little bit. And then like, we were all like, yeah, that's, that's funny. Right. And then like kind of played it yeah. off. Didn't talk about it too terribly much. And then, and then we were like, all right, we should, this should be a good strategy. Like you should do it. Like Justin, you're doing it. And then <laughs> this is it. And then here we are but it was so funny it did really good yeah no it did well do you think well well. do you think that's one of those that like you'll post once and then kind of like not go back to that format or do you think it did so well that it's it's worth going back to once in a while i think it's worth going back to once in a while um like it's it's funny because I, I think everyone was just like, oh, my God. Like, when we did it, because everyone was like, yeah. the, the pistachio has been here. Like, he has left his mark, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's left his legacy. Like, this is it right here. Um, and it did so well that, obviously, if we don't, like, overuse it, it'll be really, really good for that Empire fan base because they really enjoyed it. So, it's, I think it's definitely something we'll revisit in the future. <laughs> awesome. Well, definitely looking forward to that. Um, in, in terms of 
just overall overall posts in general, not just memes, but what does that process look like um, thinking of posts? Obviously, some are going to be more kind of on the fly. You think of something that's good and it goes up. Some are, like you said, more thought out and planned and calculated. Um, what does that process look like taking a, an idea for social from just a brand new concept to on the Twitter timeline or on the Instagram feed? Um, actually, this is really interesting because there's a few different processes, I would say. And if Justin's still watching, like, obviously he can vouch for this. But if we have, we see something that we like uh, from other brand accounts or just maybe just anything that we like on the internet in general, yeah. we, we like to share it with each other, obviously. Like, that's what we do all day. We're just like, this is funny or this is good or like, we, you know, this is a really nice, like, style or something like that like um and we'll share it because that way it can kind of just like spark creativity in our brains and we're like we could spin this off into something that we can make for envy or empire or fuel um so that's like one process that we have so we actually like we share it a bunch of those throughout the day and then the ones that we actually sit down like engagement ideas we actually sit down and we'll we have a brainstorm every week um where we talk about things that are upcoming or things that we kind of like want to do or see from our uh, three brands um it's basically like our time to sit there and be like so what can we what can we make next week or this week that's just going to be great and like hilarious yeah. um or like really engaging or just like really hits the mark right um and we do that and we actually have a few different spreadsheets and documents that literally it's called the vault and that's where all of like anything idea wise it goes there uh for all three brands um, between that yeah. and the a Discord channel that we have, those two uh, definitely get utilized because if if we don't automatically post the thoughts or the, the tweets or the, the posts right off the bat that we think of like in our head, we jot them down because like if you yeah. don't, you usually forget them and like they can always be really helpful in the future. And, um, and that's something we actually just st started like formally more so within the last few months uh which has been super super helpful because now we all we finally have this like nice condensed place of just like amazing thoughts that we can bounce off of each other and see like where it works and like what can work for an event coming up or like something that happened in the on the internet or like pop culture and etc um so it's and it's that and then if we once we find that thought we'll just like share it with each other and we'll be like what do you think you know and and then we're like all right that's good ship it or or like oh it needs fine tuning you know or like maybe we should yeah. wait things like that so that's basically the process gotcha <laughs> what has there been any uh any content pieces that surprised you like you, you kind of put it out thinking okay this might do okay but like i don't think it's gonna do like amazing but then just took off not counting the Justin down bad tweet. Um, there's there's a few. I'm trying to think at the top of my head, but there's a few that I'm like, whoa, like that banged. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I can't remember exactly. Oh, okay, there was one like in December where I realized that a lot of um the 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 pictures that people were posting of like Roadhog's new um, Winter Wonderland event skin 
the snowman in the back, like one was melting. And I was like, bruh, I've seen this. I looked at this three, this screenshot a few times and I was like, how did I not realize there's a snowman melting in the back and there's like two snowmen next to him trying to like help him out. And they're like panicking. Like, they're like, oh no. And I was like, that is so funny. And I was like, and I didn't like, I didn't see any other teams um, or really anybody like pointed out. And so I posted it. And at first I was like, guys, this is, this is funny. I was like, the Overwatch community would like this. But I was like, yeah, but you know, like I have an idea of like what we could post it, but like, I need, I need help a little bit, like fine tuning the copy for it. And so we posted it and it was like, always uh, check on your homies and make sure if they're melting. That's hilarious. And I, I put the pensive emoji in everything. So it looked, it definitely looked like, you know, like a little, like a, a sad boy, sad girl tweet, but it did really yeah. well. Like people thought <laughs> it was really funny. And I, and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, cause usually the, the tone of a of, of fuel is not really like always sad. It's much more happy. So, so when it, when that happened, yeah. it was funny. Cause it was just like, all right, like it can kind of, it kind of plays into each other. Right. So it worked. It was funny. And then, awesome. yeah, there's definitely other ones that, oh, like, I'm, we're like, whoa, that bang. But I can't really, like, exactly think of the top of my head. I, d I posted one that was, like, delete brig, and I knew it was going to bang, and it banged. <laughs> <laughs> and it really nice. banged, but I was really nervous yeah. like, pressing that send button because I was like, please, Overwatch, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Do you get any hate on the fuel account? Because I feel like like it's too nice to hate. Like the brand voice is so like cheery and, and positive. Like how could anyone possibly reach out with hate messages or like leave troll comments? Um, a lot of people actually do leave troll comments. Uh, and I hmm. guess it's probably slowed down right now, probably because of like off season in general. But yeah. There's just people who really don't like Envy as an org, which is fine. I mean, it. Every, there's people who don't like, you know, it, every, everyone yeah. has someone that they don't like, like, right? Um, yeah. So sometimes people will comment on stuff. Like today, like someone commented, uh, oh, yeah, I tweeted this morning and it was just like about Overwatch League 2021, 2021 with like all the three thought bubbles. And someone commented, oh, until you guys lose the shock again for the third year in a row or something like that. And like, and I, I responded with like a with like a, a sad, mad face, you know. And I was like, huh, okay, like. But people like love you know to troll because they have teams yeah. they don't like, and um, sometimes like random trolls like that, we get trolled every day. Uh, I'm sure every org does, to be honest. Um, but I guess when things like when you have big announcements that uh, a lot of the community doesn't agree with, people like last fall we had a few of those. Uh, we definitely get a lot of hate messages then. Got you. So, yeah, that was hard. That was that was a hard time. Yeah. But how do yeah. you deal with that as like the social media manager? Because obviously, like they're not directed at you as a person, but I, I can imagine that can still get pretty draining. Like reading those, especially yeah. during a period where there's a lot of them coming in. Yeah, and um, so I'm coming up on two years at Envy in April, and. I've seen a lot of a lot of troll, a lot of hate messages. I usually like to play, you know, yeah. play into the troll messages just to have fun with them. Before I never did because I was I I I thought like, oh, maybe that's bad. I shouldn't do that. But now I kind of like realize it's kind of fun like responding to people who are like trolling <laughs> because it's like we are like a really happy, we've always been like a really happy kind of like funny, humorous. Yeah. Like tone voice. It, we've just kind of shifted it over to like more happy. 
Um, and it's it actually, so I built like a really nice backbone um, eventually. Cause at first, like, especially when I first started working, I was like, wow, like, oh my God, how these, how can these people, you know, say certain things? And then I think people don't realize a lot of the time they're, they're not just speaking to like a brand account, like the, they're not like speaking to like someone who makes all those decisions or things like that. Like they're speaking to somebody who, who is probably the only person who reads these messages. Right. Cause I never really, yeah. if they're, they won't make it past the social media manager most of the time, you know, like most of the time, obviously the hate messages will never make it past the social media manager. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, other messages we deem necessary obviously will, but like hate ones do not. And so I don't think people like also like realize um, half the time, like, like certain things that they say, like you're falling, it's falling on deaf ears because like I, I, social media managers don't, they don't make those decisions. And also it's really sign this player. Yeah. Or they're like, why would yeah. you do that? And it's like, I don't even know <laughs> if like, you know, like I can't help you. And like, yeah. you, you know, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know. And it's really, it, it was really hard at first when I first joined MB because I was like, wow, this is like really mean, you know? And like, Someone told me was like, you'll develop a thick skin like really fast. And I did um, eventually. But sometimes there are days when there are certain situations that have happened that it, it, get, it did get really hard. Uh, mental yeah. health is really important. And I think uh, I think that's also why I, I put such a bigger, happier tone shift at, um, with fuel the last like 10 months because I realized that within certain communities and especially I think just video gaming as a whole that there's so much like negativity and just toxicity within you know generalization and just everything like on the internet that it would probably just be better like even if people think it's cringe that they to spread like a little bit more positivity or kind of just help people like uh like yeah. how you know like something that they probably heard in a month or two or like or have been thinking about like down on themselves because for someone who works in social media, like I felt that way, you know, from like my job and um, I'm being completely transparent. I'm, I know there's like a lot of people out there who probably have felt the same way. Um, but it kind of just stinks. Cause you're just like, wow, like there's really nothing that I can do. Like it's out of your control by that point. And all you can like really do is just try to like build up that community and that fan base again. Cause what I think what hurts the most, it's like, well, you're, you know, they're not talking to you, but I think what hurts the most was like, whenever you try to um, try to like put out fires or like deal with like the damage, um, you know, like damage crisis and things like that. And like crisis resistance or whatever, whatever it's like, yeah. you work so hard to build up this community and, you know, create a safe haven and a warm and welcoming fan base and audience for everyone that comes to your page um and you always try to you know be positive or try to post memes or try to make people laugh and then it can get like crushed within a second uh due to something completely outside social media itself right um and i think that was what was difficult when i like realized that because i was like dang but it makes it worth it because some people know that too and they're like sorry social media manager it's not you and i'm like all right, this is good. They they yeah. know, they know, you know. So like, like hey, yeah. some people know. <laughs> and um, I think a lot more as time goes on, people kind of realize that too. They're like, sorry, social media manager, like not you. And I'm like, <laughs> that's good, it's good. But it just stinks because you're like, I've I don't want people to like unfollow us or you know, hate us or leave or anything like that. Cause it's like I love like every single person with like my whole heart. And I I tried to like outpour that. Um obviously, like from the fuel tone voice. 
um, just try to like make sure everyone feels included and feels like they're loved and they have a they have a they have a safe space for gaming and that they have a community that they can always be a part of, even when like crap hits the fan, right? Like even if it's nothing to do with like really the community. Um, I just always want to make sure like there's people like know that like this is this is a family. It's not just a community. It's like a family. Um, so it stinks whenever like bad things happen and you're like oh. You're like, and I'm like, don't leave, you know? You're like, no, you're like, don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> so Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, on a more positive note, though, I think you've done a really good job of defining that brand voice and like really dialing it in. Like, I don't, I don't know particularly what it was like beforehand. So we can talk about that a little bit more here. But like, what was the evolution of, of the Fuel brand voice and how you kind of came up with that? You had mentioned that you wanted to create a more like a happier environment. Um, but what did that process look like? And also something that was interesting to me was like mm -hmm. the fuel and the empire have very distinct brand voices. Like the empire doesn't really lean into the happy, cheery, like mm -hmm. sort of attitude that the fuel has. So the second part different. of that question, mm -hmm. what, um, what went into the, into the decision to have those two very distinct brand voices? Like, was that a purposeful thing or did it just kind of happen? Um, so for empire, definitely was purposeful at first um we obviously within marketing and social media every i'm sure every org does this as well but you have to establish yeah. those brand voices right like for like it needs to be established it's got to be like in a deck it's got to be you know in a document it's got to be like on paper and it's got to be established um so with empire when we launched empire we knew what brand voice we wanted to strive for um, but actually, I don't know if a lot of people have like noticed too, but uh, Empire has actually had a really big tone shift since we first launched Empire. Um, and for the better, because at first Empire was very, it was very like the, the Call of Duty voice brand. So it was like very just like kind of cut and dry, just like the COD community okay. is, you know, cut and dry. Yeah. But then we started playing um, like into more Mimi for Empire. So it's very serious, but still Mimi, right? Yeah. Um, but it plays very well for the COD and the Empire community because it's that's that's what the COD community likes and you know and any any time like you can like make a funny jab, it's it's gold to like every single COD fan. Like people love that. Yeah. They love that hype. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially this past week, there was some I, I, drama with like uh, with Krim <laughs> and I forget who it was, but yeah. I, I can imagine with Krim on on the roster. There's there's quite a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. So. Definitely, we started playing a lot into that the last um, almost yeah. no almost year now. I think so for Empire, we've leaned more into kind of having fun with it, but still being like very serious um, as needed. And obviously, Zach and Justin really do a good job at that. Um, I'm better at the the memes <laughs> when it comes to that, and obviously they are too. Um, so for Empire, it definitely did have like a funnier, humorous tone shift. Uh, still serious, but not as serious as it used to be, uh, which mm -hmm. has helped it tremendously. And it's exactly, you know, where we've kind of found and established like that community. Um, so it's been a lot of fun doing that. And then, of course, Fuel. At first, I think when I got started, Fuel was always, um, it was professional, but still kind of played, it still played into like a lot of memes, but still in more like a, professional way i want to say okay. um which isn't like bad so we still obviously play into memes but yeah. i think we've kind of just like and we've never wanted to make it 
like feel we we always knew like feel what's good, the brand that it's not going to be a bot it's going to be a human right like no matter what mm-hmm. and that's how it is for all three of our brands but when i first got brought on that was just like you know like human 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 for fuel and um a lot of the times when especially like whenever you start in social media i feel like sometimes you might like overthink about what you say or what you post and how do you respond to people and yeah. that that can be a barrier to actually just going and doing it right instead of just being like let like i'm just gonna like let it fly and a lot of that i think happened with fuel at first so where it was just like much more professional where we didn't always engage with people but we still were humans in a way but still memed um but i think honestly for that tone shift had a lot to do with well number one obviously how fuel's performance was uh, a lot of people were not happy with it. It, there, we can't, we couldn't be, you know, like, I guess cocky is the word, right, on social media because yeah. we we didn't have trophies or really anything to show for that, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't like we couldn't, we just couldn't do that. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the move, right? So we couldn't like play into like that really confident role all the time because after about the the third time of confidence. And having a really bad season, <laughs> it was just like people yeah. were just, I was like so sick of it, you know, like from like the fuel, they were people just like, uh, you know, like you guys were supposed to be good and you're bad. So like, what's going on? You know, even though we weren't bad, we were just like mediocre. So gotcha. and we all, we had really good players. It was just mediocre, like together. That's all. And, um, but there's nothing bad with like wrong with that. Everyone goes through that. That's esports. Yeah. That's video games for you in general. Um, yeah. but for that, I feel like the tone shift had a lot to do with uh, performance, like really overall and kind of like tapping into like how we wanted to treat our fan base and how like we wanted to captivate them as well. Um, so we knew that like, oh, we'll get them next time. Like it was just an old story that it was just an old record, yeah. a broken record that has been played and played and played. Um, so I think we kind of dropped a little bit more out of competitiveness from the fuel voice. Um, instead of being so competitive, we needed to be more community inclusive and driven and focused, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because for three years, it wasn't working for us anymore. It just wasn't. And like, people don't want to, you know, people, of course, want to be like, oh, yeah, it's going to get better. But they don't want to hear it. They want to see it. And yeah. whenever you play into that too much, it it's not it's not fun for the fans anymore and they're not having fun um so that way that's why like fuel performance and then definitely um after like some pretty crazy announcements that we've had i was like i don't want anyone to ever feel like you know like down when they're on the internet or like looking at our our page i don't want anyone to ever feel like that they're that were a broken record. I was like, I really want to yeah. like change it up and spice it up into something that the fuel community will really like. Um, like something that kind of because I, I speak it from my heart because I literally talk to them like how I talk like I would talk to my friends. So like I literally just type it out and I'm just super casual with it. And it's it's really worked yeah. for us too. And I think too with like with Empire, it's really worked like that way as well. So we've had some really, really good tone shifts. And Envy actually. Envy's had a tone shift too. Um, what? Um, it's just what been is more the, memes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask what the brand voice for that account was. To, to be honest, I haven't spent a whole lot of time looking at, at the, yeah. the parent account. But uh, so you're you'll more, see, Envy, and these were Mimi. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's got a there's, really there's, good. Yes, like Empire's right, like I think we're good now. Empire's yeah. like super like motivational like 
they they want to win like that's that yeah. is the cod community right like everyone's yeah. to, everyone wants to believe that they're the best like that they are the best right and so that is the empire town and it plays well because it's like we we secured that so now we can actually tap into that because we we are champs like we won and then envy is a nice balance between empire and fuel in my opinion <laughs> okay so it's like it's like the really nice guy but who's also like serious but gotcha. in like a really good Mimi fun way, right? Um, yeah. What was funny again. to me was I think I was interview. I think it was on Justin's interview. He, he had said that the Empire brand voice was kind of modeled after Illy. Is there is there truth to that? <laughs> uh, there is truth to that. I would definitely say um, Illy is just he's he's really he's he's all about the grind like the work yeah. right and so yeah. that's what empire like that's that's the tone of empire like grind put in the work grind go do that you can do it like that's the that's the model and that's definitely how illy is in general because when they compete illy is just like head down laser focused like you know and he makes in incredible plays and and he definitely is a really big meme to our team too, like the Pope and everything yep. else. Yeah. <laughs> so shout of course you have Gersh shout out Illy. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really big awesome. motivation because it's like Empire is, is that right? Of course, because Empire technically yeah. is its players, you know, for a definitely. year too, and you have to play into that, and Illy helps with that for sure. Yeah. Now, the last major thing I want to talk about uh, before we start to wrap up is just like community engagement. Because I think, especially on the fuel account, like you've done a really good job. Like just looking at the replies, like literally almost every reply, at least if it's positive, there's a reply to it. So, like, how much time do you spend <laughs> per day um, going through replies, engaging with the community, and just speak a little bit on, on the importance of that in a social strategy? Ah. I think a lot of people get caught up on like the the content formats and like making sure yeah. you get on retweets and likes, but then don't spend any time in the comments actually engaging with their fan base. So this is so incredibly important. Um, it's so important. I've always, I've always, always, always engaged with people since I've started. Like I've always responded to people and reply, but I think within the last few months, I've definitely just, I've taken upon myself to reply to everybody, like for the majority of them, like everyone, every single person for the most part. Yeah. Um, beforehand, I always would always like every single positive comment or response um, and then would reply to like probably like a couple of handfuls. But now I, I try to take it along the liberty and just reply to everybody. Uh, I think it's really important because it kind of plays into I, I, it doesn't kind of play. It does play. It plays a lot into being that human voice. And you're not just a robot like this is not just like a company, you know, like, like being like buy our soap. I mean, we don't sell soap, you know, something like that. <laughs> <Envy> soap <laughs> yeah. coming soon. Yeah, That's a week. Soap. Heard, heard <laughs> first here. Some nice, some body wash, some dry shampoo for the ladies. You feel hygiene line. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's so important. Cause it's like, there's a person on the other side of that screen. And I think more people realize that that's an actual truth to it. I feel like some people, like I said yeah. earlier, just think it's they're not talking to an actual person. They kind of just think they're talking to a screen. And um, when you respond to them, it's so human that they're like, oh, my God. And it makes them feel special, too. Like, I yeah. can't tell you how many people like I get I'll respond to all the time. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you responded or wow, like this is the nicest thing ever. Like you're the 
only like, oh God, this has happened so many times, especially on Instagram, will be put in DMs, group DMs, so many of them, and then my phone starts blowing up, okay? Especially on Facebook, because it's connected <laughs> to Facebook. It's always Facebook, I'm telling yeah. you. And they'll be like, they'll like add like every single Overwatch League. Uh, this happens on Twitter sometimes too, but it's mainly Instagram too. They'll gotcha. like add every single Overwatch League team like in a DM, and they're like, all right, let's see who replies first, like go. And I- <laughs> And 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 sometimes we'll get single DMs too. That'll be like, I I sent this to every single Overwatch League team, and you were the only ones to respond, or like the first ones to respond. Um, and I think there's a lot of like strength in that because people are like, whoa, like if they if they feel like they have that that human connection, then they're gonna want to be able to be more of a fan and more you know captivated by you and your brand and feel like they yeah. probably have a place in 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 the community, right? Um, it's so important because not just obviously for the algorithm, um, cause the more you actually engage with people and respond to them, they stay in the algorithm. So yeah. not only is it really good for your metrics, but I think with that, again, that human emotional touch is really important. Um, and I think that goes for, it doesn't matter what brand it is. That's fuel like empire envy. Um, like once someone like feels like they've been seen or they've been heard, um, that's really important for them because like esports is such a competitive space and video games are in general um, where they everyone wants to make it to the top and if they don't want to make it to the top they want to be involved and they want to be working in it or they want to know someone you know and if they feel like they got that that human interaction from you know someone they either look up to or somebody really big like like MV Fuel Empire then they're going to stay and they're going to highlight yeah. on that it's so important. It is so important. It is so much yeah, more important than the content you push out. I swear. I swear. That's going to be a clip because that needs to be a that needs to be heard <laughs> by a, a lot of people. A lot of people, like I was saying, get yes. caught up in like the the likes and the retweets and the uh, whatever metric you look at followers and, and don't spend any time in the community. Yes. Like I, I think like so even even not even with orgs but players like there's such a missed opportunity there because a lot of them they're really good at using twitter like engaging with other players and like engaging with um like per, like known personalities in the space but i feel like they're not the best at like going into the comments or the replies of, of their posts and just engaging with random fans i think that's yeah. a, that's like the next step there cuz I, I think especially in the cod community Players are really yeah. good about being active on social, but I, I still think there's room there to be more active with their fan base, even if it's just like five minutes a day replying to like 10 people per day. Like you said, that'll yeah. make their day and, and like it blow makes- someone's mind. Like, holy crap, Scum uh, just replied to me. Like, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, like that. Yeah, stuff like that is, it's absolute. Yeah, it's mind blowing to a lot of fans. Uh, it would definitely do a lot of them justice if they did, of course. Um, yeah. We just like, it, it just, I feel like that's like the pillar really honestly like engagement because you wouldn't you wouldn't have a community right if you didn't like have those fans and you want to be able to show them that you have like like what's the word i just i have it in my head hold on you want to show them that you okay. have value value right so you there, can yeah. talk to them yeah so you're not just like another org that you're just like oh yeah check out this tweet but you're like someone that's actually like actively responding to them or like actually like taking the time to speak to them um, and talk about their day. Feel any better, <laughs> true girls? <laughs> Hard. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah in the COD community it could definitely get better. Um, I feel like some of the guys 
probably feel like they're so busy though. Yeah, you know? that's the thing. I mean, they have scrims, they have like content obligations with their orgs. I get it. Like, it's not coming from a place of like, oh, you need to do this, but it, it'd be, yeah, it'd, it'd be, be cool it's to see super more. helpful. Yeah, people, yeah, I will say, I guess, if people like really think about it, because I feel like also a lot of pros in general may not even understand the depth of the impact that they have on communities yeah. as a whole, and they don't. I'm telling you right now, there are people out there, there's a lot of pros who literally do not know the value that they hold and also the impact that they can have on people. And they're not aware of that. Um, and I think if they actually just sat down with themselves and think about it, like I am a key figure in this sport or in this org. And like, I have all of these people who follow me and root for me and cheer for me every single day. And if they actually thought about it and they actually took the time to engage with them, it would probably be a game changer. But I think a lot of them just don't yeah. have the time and nor like probably the mental capacity after having create like 12 hour scrim days, basically sometimes uh, and doing that. Um, so I think it just kind of just really depends, but something, yeah, I think everyone should do it. Everyone should do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> makes sense. Um, let's see. There was, there was one more question I wanted to ask before the last question. I'm like totally yeah. blanking on it though. Um, Go for it. Shoot, I, I literally had it in my head like 20 seconds ago. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it's gone. Um, but <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Um, but for the last question today, unless I randomly, unless the other one comes back into my mind, but for the last question today, do you drink coffee? And if so, how do you drink your coffee? Oh, I love coffee. Um, well, today I only had like a fourth of a cup. So that sucked. But I love coffee. Sometimes I have like two cups. Uh, it really just depends. This is going to sound so weird. I like to drink it either black or like really sugary. Well, not really okay. sugary, I guess. I don't, I don't really put sugar in it at home, but if I go to Starbucks, I'm either going to get it like a, a cold brew or I'm going to get like something like a sugary ass latte <laughs> and I shouldn't, but I'm gonna cause it's Starbucks, but at home I'll yeah. put like some creamer and then some whipped cream and then a little bit of like pumpkin pie spice on top. It's either that or black. Let's do. Yeah. Cool. I, I respect it. I respect it. I'm a, I'm a cold brew person myself. I try oh, I to love cold brew. That. I think my yes. audience is like, Sick and tired of me saying that on literally every podcast episode, but it, it's like, worth it. Everyone's like, Tommy likes cold brew. We get it. <laughs> just like yes, that, just, just like being down too. bad is kind of Justin's personal brand. <laughs> yeah, My obsession like, with caffeine and cold brews is, is, is going to become mine. I love that. All right. Well, if you do it, I'm doing it too. <laughs> there you go. Cold brew game. <laughs> awesome. Now, what I think the question came back. I, I was going to ask, okay, yeah, what, um, what are some future plans um, for? either the social accounts for MV Empire and Fuel or just uh, content in general. Like today we saw the first episode of that new content series go out. I think it was a great video. I watched it right before hopping on. Oh, you here. did? Okay, good. Um, it was funny. Is there more stuff like that? Anything you can share? I know there's probably some top secret things we can't talk about, but from yeah. what you can share, what are some future plans for you guys? I mean, I definitely have an NDA, so I can't like be like, oh yeah, like check this out. We definitely have just a lot of cool things. Just read the law real quick. It's fine. Yeah. We just, we definitely um, have a lot of cool things coming up. We created some content plans for uh, the brands for 2021. Um, they're really good. So there's a lot of really freaking cool things that we have planned um, that will come from all three of the brands. Uh, Inside Envy that we just launched today was episode one. So that means there's more to come. 
it'll be really cool. Uh, we ha definitely have a lot of uh, really cool new content plans um, for all three brands that will be kind of kickstarting. This will be pushing out more content than we ever have before, ever, um, within the next couple of months for all three brands. And that's crazy to say because it's like, wow, like we're, yeah. we're at that we're at that point now, finally, where it's just like we're gonna have something so cool to to push out like every freaking week. Golden content right there. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, inside of is gonna be really funny. There's other things that uh that you know are coming. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't really say much. All good. I mean if you can, I mean in return, if you can leak the merch drop date, I think I'll I'll be happy <laughs> with that. Oh slightly kidding, slightly soon, not. Soon TM. Soon TM. <laughs> There we go. Well, Lindsay, I appreciate you hopping on the show. This is a super yes. fun conversation. I can't believe it's already been almost an hour and 10 minutes. Like, I know. For, yeah, I could talk all really. night, literally. Yeah. Um, but no, this was a great, this was a great episode. Um, I really appreciate Yay. appreciate you stopping by. Where can everyone keep up with what you you have going on with um, Envy and all those accounts and, and just your personal uh, content? Like what, where can people find you? Okay, sorry. My nose is itching like crazy. I don't, my allergies. Um. So my Twitter and my Instagram um, are just my first and last name. So handle at Lindsay Caudill. Um, that lovely, nice, like little name right there. Yeah, that that works for Twitter and that works for Instagram. Um, my TikTok is it's okay. It's it's in the works. A little baby TikTok. Um, it's my first and last name with a dot in the middle. Um, and then I have a little Discord too. If anyone wants to join, it's basically for like I don't know anything and everything. Just positive reinforcement good mornings and when i stream so <laughs> i also cool. have one of those and you can add me on linkedin too you can add me on linkedin just search i need to be me. more active on there that's like the one platform oh my goodness yeah i know i'm not that active on linkedin either i just really i really i don't know i like linkedin but i'm like i'm just not i'm not the type of person that i'm going to post like a motivational quote every day for linkedin audiences you know what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> At least, like, I mean, I could be, but I'm just, you know, I'd rather do it to, like, on Post Twitter. memes. Yeah. No, no, do not, do not post irrelevant memes on LinkedIn. I saw I saw you post something saying that, like, LinkedIn is not Twitter. So I figured that's what you're probably referring to. Yeah, some people heard a very prominent someone say LinkedIn is the new Facebook and, and took that a little bit too seriously. Yeah, I've, I've heard that too, but I think it's literally because people are trying to make it Facebook and it's, it's just not, it's never going to be Facebook. Yeah. And like employers look at that all the time. Yeah. And they look at your yeah. socials all the time. Like if you're applying to a job, you will be looked at on all three. So trust me, you don't need to post the Twitter stuff on LinkedIn. They will see it on Twitter. <laughs> Got you. Awesome. Well, Lindsay, thanks again for stopping yeah, thanks, by. Uh, is there any, anything else you want to say to, to the audience? Any Anything else you want to you wanna plug or are we all good? Yeah, sorry. Sorry I'm itching my nose so much. It's really okay. I was dealing with like insane allergies. Luckily, oh my gosh, I kind me of too. passed at this point. But like me the past the last week and we'll have, two, three weeks, it's yeah. been, it's been crazy. terrible. It's been crazy for me too. So I feel that. I'm like, my nose is freaking itching like crazy. Um, I want to say thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for listening to my journey, my story. I can't, I can't wait to like connect more and do more. And, um, everybody always has a place in our community, no matter who you are, where you're from, anything like you're always welcome to all of our communities and I hope you find a home here. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. 
Love it. Awesome. <laughs> so guys, thanks so much for tuning in, uh, making it all the way till the end. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this yes. episode, found it valuable. If you did, if you're on YouTube, I'd really appreciate you dropping a like and subscribing uh, almost at the 50 sub mark. So little by little baby steps uh, climbing up there. Oh yeah. Like, um, comment, subscribe. What she said. And if you're on Twitch, hit the follow button. Uh, I'm, I think I'm- Drop a sub, share some bits. Yeah, Show do your all, boy, do all, Tommy, do see some love. <laughs> do all the things. And then, of course, if you yeah. enjoyed it, go ahead and share it on your Twitter timeline, wherever you share things. Uh, and I'd really appreciate yes. that. But thanks, guys, for tuning in. And uh, I will see you in the next episode.